This is Poetry from Studio 47. Welcome. To my pleasant surprise, this particular episode, episode 52, means that we have been on the air for exactly one year now. Thank you for listening over the past 12 months, and I want to offer my continued thanks to our amazing producer, Pete Folliard, and also to the good people at South Dakota Public Broadcasting for giving us our first home, not least of which, Lori Walsh. As this milestone approached, I began to fret over a simple question. How should I mark one year of being on the air? What would be appropriate? The more I thought about this, the more I kept thinking back to those teachers that made me care about literature, my college professors, my high school teachers, and my grade school teachers. In particular, I got to thinking about Mr. Brandon Crawford. He taught me English in eighth grade. There was a creative writing assignment we had to do, I can still see it in my imagination now, where I had to describe a Greek temple at night. To my surprise, I got an A-plus on the assignment, and Mr. Crawford had written in the corner, you're a writer, Patrick. Well, it meant the world to me that an adult, other than my parents, believed that I had talent. So when it came time for today's show, I found myself thinking back to my hometown of Stillwater, Minnesota. It's a small river town that was once known for its lumberjacking and its sawmills, but it is now known for tourism. And although Mr. Crawford is, sadly, no longer with us, I've become friends with Jim Hanlon, who, for a long time, taught orchestra at Stillwater High School. In retirement, Jim has continued to teach. In fact, he tutors talented young students how to write poetry in a program called GATE, which stands for Gifted and Talented Education. Hanlon, it needs to be said, is a wonderful poet in his own right, and I very much appreciate and respect that he volunteers to teach young writers how to improve their work. When I decided to have a show that focused on young poets from my hometown, it made sense to approach Jim Hanlon, and so, we have three grade school poets today, and I'm delighted to mark poetry from Studio 47's birthday, not by looking backwards at what we've done, but by looking forward. Here are some young poets from the same small Minnesota town where I started off. Who knows? Maybe in time, they will be publishing books of their own. Our first poem is A Cat is Only Human by Kulzjez Singve. This is a wonderfully focused observational poem, and for those of us who have been around cats, the ending here will ring especially true. This is A Cat is Only Human by Kulzjez Singve, who is in seventh grade. After a day of teaching its owner to hunt and dance, the cat nestles into the large cozy bed, doing his stretching exercises. Goodnight nuzzles with its sandpaper tongue, contently purring a heart filled with love, nine lives long. In the wee hours of the morning, where peace and harmony rule, darkness contradicting itself, exploring the familiar smells of oranges sprinkled with cinnamon, birds chirping softly, and cars passing by, pointing its softest golden tail east with a sense of superiority, permitting the sun to rise another day. Our next poem is I'll Always Wonder by Isaac Howard. Here we have a poet who wonders aloud why people act the way that they do. This is I'll Always Wonder by Isaac Howard, who is in sixth grade. The gold touches their hand, they stare at it with interest, then they send it away to those who would make the fire for it. We try to keep our joy when all else is burned. They make others give in to giving them what they think they deserve. The picture on the walls filled with color when they only make things dark Although they can give reasons for covering up the very heart of our happiness, why they are so blind inside, I'll always wonder. 
And our last poem for today doesn't need much of an introduction, I think. This is My Grandma by Lily Kidwell, who is in eighth grade. Grandma lived at a time where people cared. Her red hair would set fire along the street while bells rang out at the bottom of her jeans. In wintertime, three pairs of frozen feet, the stars above seemed to dance as the sleigh goes around the corner. The wooden people with string wrapped around danced together, playing in the city made of sand. Smell the home-cooked meal in the tidy house. Santa Claus puts up the tree on Christmas night. Hear the baby's tiny laughter of her newborn son and a giggle of a two-year-old toddler. Listening to beautiful singers singing our song, nothing could compare a beautiful voice in the early evening. Poetry from Studio 47 is hosted and curated by Patrick Hicks. This episode was recorded at Augustana University and produced by Peter Folliard. Thank you for listening.